Gentlemen, welcome to episode 149. Can you believe that, Nick? 149. 149. To episode 149 of Wrestling is Trash. We are the Trash Boys. It is Trash Tuesday. So once again, you know what time it is. It's Tuesday. You know what that means. It's time for Wrestling is Trash. It's time for the, the Wrestle Talk. So as you well know, this is the Nonsensical Wrestling Podcast where we discuss pro wrestling, past, present, and possibly the future. Today. Nicholas and I will be discussing whatever. A little Justin Roberts. Shout out to Justin Roberts. We're going to be talking about whatever. And we'll be talking about it for however until we get tired of it. So that's what about to hit the fan. Absolutely. <laughs> that's what you're in for for today, ladies and gentlemen. But of course, I'm new from the BX, host of the Everything Podcast, co host of Wrestling is Trash. Your favorite podcaster's favorite podcaster, Trash Boy number two. And uh, I, doing great. I, uh, I'm doing wonderful. Actually, I feel good. I'm uh, getting a lot of work, getting a lot of work done. Um, not really enjoying the weather here in beautiful Florida. It's been raining every single fucking day. But aside from that, everything's good. Um, and uh, yeah. I uh, the only life update I can give you guys is I'm doing keto, and uh, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's not bad at all. So uh, any diet where I can be not starving is a good diet. So, and uh, other than that, I've put in 54 hours into Diablo Four. I don't know if that <laughs> matters to any of you, but um, yeah, that's about it for me. So without any further ado, I'll pass it over. What up, everyone? Nick Anselli, as always. Uh, life update for me. Now I feel I gotta say no. Um, so if you guys listen every week, I am away from America. I have been for like three, a little over three months now, and uh, almost done. Almost done. Nothing crazy, but uh, I won't be here next week because I get a week off and I get to meet my uh, my old lady. You know, my girlfriend, Miss Jenna, we get to meet in a location, which I'm going to put online, so it's not like I'm hiding it, but we're going to meet up in Sydney, Australia, so I won't be here next week for that, so very excited to see her, I'm very excited just to get to take a little break, but yeah, that's all I really got, you know, not doing keto, because I tried keto before, and keto is absolutely miserable, so I give you all the credit in the world for that, um, just simply, I don't know. I I hope I'm happy it's working for you. It just it didn't work for Nick. It was too damn hard. You need a lot yeah. of fucking discipline. Here you go, Nick. When you meet up with your old lady, make sure <laughs> make sure you throw on that Ace Town, son. You know what I'm saying? I know, I know, bro. I know. I'm not, you know. With all due respect, I know it's been a while. So you guys, please yeah. enjoy mm-hmm. enjoy your, the pleasures of each other's company. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, keto is uh, – the only thing with keto is you got to keep the carbs 
under a certain level. So I'm keeping yeah. it under 20 or 21. And I'm cool with that. I The thing is yeah. with me, bro, I, I love food. I have a food problem. But I can eat the same thing every day. Like I'll eat chicken breast with rice and beans and or whatever, eggs and bacon for breakfast and this and that. So it works out for me and keto because I can just prepackage everything. I have my hard-boiled eggs for breakfast. Uh, maybe a sandwich with keto bread, which the bread is like four carbs each. So I have one, you know, the turkey's zero, the cheese is obviously no one. I know you guys are dying to hear more about this keto diet thing, but you know, life updates at the beginning. It's all good. Um, yeah, it's, it, it, it gets to be simple as far as putting things together. But like today I had a problem. Like when I just, I came home and, I, and my mom was like, I don't know what I want, what I'm going to cook for dinner. And I'm like, I, you don't have to cook, but you know, just try to do something light. Cause honestly, I would just like to have a shake because mm-hmm. I had burgers for lunch and I'm still kind of like full, which is the beauty of keto. Cause once you get used to it, you eat and you're like not starving. So, um, that's the one problem though. I would love to have like one of my pineapple and fucking banana and kale shakes, but can't do it right now. So yeah, that is the burden of keto. But anyway, my friends, you know, we are here for you on Trash Tuesday. This is a wrestling podcast. This is not a fucking keto weight loss podcast, even though we <laughs> help, help digest or whatever it's called. Yeah, maybe one day, but not this day. Um, so before we kick things off, I wanted to do a couple shout outs. First shout out right here is to our former trash boy. Not former, but, you know, once a trash boy, it was a trash boy. Our good friend Dan Dinkins has a new shirt out. And if you can read this, it says real anime fans wear deodorant. Now, if you go to his red bubble, there's different styles of the shirt. One of them says wrestling. That's the shirt that I was supposed to buy. I ended up clicking <laughs> on this one by accident because I didn't realize there were different ones on the shop. But as you can see, it uh, the print looks very nice. It's very clean. It's like integrated into the shirt. It's not like that plastic bullshit that some people have some plastic logo on there. No, this shit is nice. It's burned into the shirt comfortable as fuck i love the shirt already um so you can hit up dan dinkins on instagram starting five podcasts just make sure you look for this logo right here make sure you look for the black and white logo because there are a lot of perpetrators and fakers out there and pick you up a shirt they're cheap bro 16.99 you can get a cheaper shirt than that anywhere um so that's one shout out and nick i wanted to give a shout out to a certain someone here who you know we've been asking you guys over the past few weeks and months that you know if you like our show obviously you're watching every week um drop a comment let us know what you think right or wrong if you agree you disagree if we have a list that we came up with post your own list or or, you know any of those things and this week i was present i was pleasantly surprised when i logged into the wrestling is trash page and i saw this in our comment section so Shout outs to you, Blackout8777, with your seven-year-old YouTube channel. So I know you're not a bot. Um, this person posted, I'm going to start my YouTube and join you guys one day. Well, I say to you, Blackout8777, you are welcome to join this show anytime. I responded to this person in the chat and let him or her know the uh, the same thing. You're a welcome guest at any time if you want to come on the show and talk some shit. This is not a, uh, you know, this is an ESPN. You ain't got to, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? 
You don't got to make an appointment. That's it. You want to be on the show? Boom, book it like Tony Khan. You're on the show. So shout outs to you, Blackout. Thank you very much for the comment. We appreciate it. And we thank you thank very you, much. Thank you. Yeah, it's very cool. It's very cool to see that. It's very cool to log in and be like, oh, shit, look, dude, we got a comment, bro. We got a comment from some random person that we don't know. It's not like not like my mom went in there and dropped a comment. I'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah. thanks, mom. Thanks, mom. Appreciate it. You know, no, it's, this is yeah. actually a person that we found. So very cool. Yeah. Very, then, very cool. Yeah, no, it's awesome. We we really appreciate you guys. Like I said, with the views, the likes, the subscribers, keep going up. So keep shouting out. We'll keep shouting you back. <clears throat> Everything like that. Um, I know we're here. We're going to dive in the wrestles. So, Lou, we have a combined note that we add things to. We talk right. through it and things like that. And we usually are on the positive side of things on this show. But we have a couple of negative things. I think we should dive into the negative. Get the, the negative synergy out the way. The yeah. first one, I'm going to address from the note here, and then I'll let you take the one you were showing me in the pre-show. <laughs> Rex- wrestling fans, we're kind of getting the deodorant thing down, right? Now we need to get the like g- just simple good human being thing down. So there's a video circulating the internet, if you guys haven't seen, of Jeff Hardy at the airport. I'm assuming he gets an airport. At the airport, and... An older fan, because all these things are usually older fans. Older fans going up with a bunch of different shit for them to sign. A stack. Knowing, knowing damn well it's going to be used to be resold, like it's going to be sold out or whatever. People are going to sell it and things like that. And then you're walking around with the phones on top of it to record him. It's like you don't need to record any superstar. We see them on TV every week. So it's not like you posting a video of Jeff Hardy. Is like, cool. You know, maybe when The Undertaker was doing his thing and it's like, oh, shit, The Undertaker. You know what I mean? But, like, nowadays, the kayfabe, not necessarily dead, but you see everyone on time, social media, everything like that. Leave them alone. The only reason this one, in a way, bothers me. So when I was on recruiting duty in 2019, um, we, like, we had a stand at a SmackDown show. It was right before Mania 35, so when Kofi Mania was hot and all that. And I was there. I got to hang out with Lacey or whatever. And then, but we get there early to set up. And Jeff Hardy was just walking around, like, the concourse or whatever, like, where the fans would hang, go buy shirts. Because, like I said, we were there hours before. And he was just walking. And this is 2019, and my man just looked defeated. And things were good storyline at the time. I think him and Matt were just about to win the SmackDown tag title. So it's not like he was in like a creative lock or some bullshit like that. And I remember even me, I was even contemplating just saying hi to the guy. Just because of how his presence looked. So I can only imagine. And I did. I ended up saying hello. I like went up to him. I was like, hey man, sorry to bother. I just have to say like one of the childhood people for me. Shook his hand. He said, thanks man. Appreciate it. You know, we talked about, like, my work stand for a second. And then I was like, all right, man, I'll let you do your thing. And he's like, cool, I appreciate it. Super nice guy. Walked around, right? Maybe had a three, four-minute conversation. But it's like, that was then. And like I said, he looked defeated. He was on his own time, just tired, beat down. So I can only imagine after traveling, like, fuck, I travel and I feel beat down. Right. The wrestling fans, stop being fucking children. 
Let the children do that. It's at least yeah, a little like, more acceptable. Like, I hate this shit. I hate it, bro. Like, I'm, you know, I, I, I one of my problems is, like, for me to shoot my shot, quote unquote, shoot my shot is, I, I'm, I'm way too, I'm way too much of an overthinker. So, like, if I'm at an airport, first of all, fuck this person, whoever this person yeah. was, because this person is waiting at the airport for the sole purpose of stalking these people to get them to sign shit. It's not like this person was getting on a flight or going somewhere or whatever. This person purposely goes figures out what flights these people are taking you know god knows that they probably have someone there that they pay to let them know hey this flight's coming or whatever yeah. you know what i mean that stack of shit was all jeff hardy stuff yeah it's not like it was like it's AEW all him. or wwe stuff it was all him yeah so they know so they're basically stalking these people and then you go these people are exhausted from fucking traveling this guy's doing house shows he gets out he's already pretty fucking broken down as it is he's not a young dude so this guy's going up and down fucking flights and trying to rush to get to the next place and now they got to get stopped by some fucking dude or some woman or whatever with a stack of shit and you're expecting this person to stop what they're doing to sign all these things for you like that sucks that's i i hate that shit like number one as far as me like if i'm at an airport if I'm at an airport and I'm on my phone fucking around and I see Jeff Hardy, I'll look and I'll look again and I'll be like, oh my fucking God, that's Jeff Hardy. I have, as a matter of fact, I have a perfect example of something like this that happened to me like a month or two ago. I'd be like, oh shit, do I say something? Do I say what's up to this dude? Do I, what do I do? And by the time that I make up my mind because of my he's, own shit in my own head, he's gone. Like he's already down the terminal. And I'm not going to go running after this person to go look like a maniac. I'll just be like, oh, that's cool. I saw Jeff Hardy at the airport. That's enough for me. Mm -hmm. Like, that's enough for me. I don't need to go bother this person and, hey, can you sign my shirt? Can you fucking sign my neck or my forehead? Like, bro, leave these people the fuck alone, bro. They're not your property. I know a lot of these people think, oh, celebrities, they have to deal with that. No, they don't, bro. They don't have to deal with you coming up to them with a stack of fucking eight by tens to sign at the airport. Like, yeah, you can, you can definitely tell when it's, oh shit, I ran into Jeff Hardy at the airport or I stalked this out to see Jeff Hardy. Just like, I think this happened twice already this year too, right? With Liv and Rhea. Yeah. And both of them complete professionals, like they signed the stuff, but they were, you could tell that they were like, dude, what the fuck? Like, I like, like, especially Liv, you could see Liv, like she's. Bro, Liv, Liv Morgan must be like she's a, she's a saint. That girl, like she just looks so nice from from that video of her at the Nick game where the dude was talking her ear off, and yeah. she was making that face like uh huh, yeah uh huh, like listening to this dude to the other video we saw of her at the airport where she's like okay okay and she's signing shit but she's like this fucking sucks but let me sign it because you're recording me and I don't want to like an asshole you know what I mean so. Bro, you you people, this shit has to stop, bro. Y'all gotta stop that shit for real. So I said I had I said I had a story. So a month or two ago, me and my family, we it was just me, and my brother, and my mom. We went to the pub in Pembroke Pines, which is like a famous place. Very good little pub place. They got good food, beer. 
They got like over 200 beers or whatever the fuck. So we're there. We're hanging out. We're sitting by the window. And um, so it's funny because I was wearing this hat and a black shirt. Now, usually if I go anywhere, I'm either wearing a Giants hat or I'm wearing a Knicks hat or something. But I decided today, you know what? I got the black shirt with the gray shorts. Let me throw on the wrestling and trash hat. It worked with the outfit that I had on. And I'm sitting here eating. And I look out the window. And I see this dude, older older dude, black dude, with a Thunderbolt earring. And I'm like, yo, that's Lawrence fucking. Actually, what I said was like, yo, that's LT. And my brother could care less about sports. Had no fucking idea who Lawrence <laughs> Taylor is or what Lawrence Taylor is or anything. He was like, huh? And I go, that's that's fucking Lawrence Taylor. And next to where we were, there's like a cigar shop. So I guess him, he came out of there. He came out of there with like two other people. Um, the other two people could have been, for all I know, former NFL players too. But I just saw LT and I freaked the fuck out. So I had the opportunity. The door was right there. I could have ran out there probably and be like, yo, LT, LT, oh shit, what's up, dog? And gave him, dapped him up. And said what's up to him or something. Maybe got a photo. But bro, I was sitting there and I was like, that's LT. Holy shit. Uh uh. And he's sitting there, he's getting in his golf cart and shit. He's like laughing. He looks like he's having a good time. And I'm like, bro, I'm not gonna go running out there like some fucking fangirl and and this, you know, I like I, I feel like weird about doing that type of shit. So I don't want to go out there and like basically attack this guy, try to get a photo looking like a, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, ah, fuck it. You know, it's, yeah. it's LT. I saw him. That was good enough for me. So like some of you people out there need to, to adopt a little bit of that. Understand that that's another human being over there and that yeah they're just enjoying themselves. They don't need you fucking in their face. Yeah. My thing too is you got to look at it on both sides, right? Say you catch them flying to a show. Like, whether they're married, single, whatever, right? Like, they could be going through their own personal problems, right? Whether it's, like, injuries or just maybe things aren't good in the home life, you know, because we're humans. We all have beef. You know what I mean? We all have hiccups in life. And then after, you know, they probably just performed and they just want to get the fuck home. And their yeah. body could be sore. Because, like I said, like, I have some physical injuries from, like, obviously time in the military. So sometimes traveling for me... Probably not like the injuries they had, but I'm still like, fuck. Like, dude, I am sick of sitting like this. Like, my legs, they're tight or whatever, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And it's like, the last thing, they probably just want to get the fuck home. And here you are harassing them in, like, the Dallas airport or whatever airport. I'm just throwing that mm-hmm. out there. And it's like, just leave them alone. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I've said this all the time. I've had this conversation with people at work. Like, who's a celebrity that, like, you would, like, we said, like, fanboy, but, like, mark out for. And I think the only one I ever would, it's funny because you've met him, is is The Rock. Yeah. And even then, I even said, like, we were talking about it at work. I was like, at then, the most I would do is probably go up, same thing, kind of with Jeff. Like, shake his hand, like, yo, you know, you're the fucking man, Rock. And that's it. I wouldn't even care if I didn't get a photo. Like, you know what I mean? And then you got these guys harassing fucking poor Jeff Hardy who's going through. We all know he's got his demons. You know what I mean? Yeah, no shit, dude. Like, like, maybe he had to think of shit. Through. What if this yeah, guy well, got to think of shit, dude? 
Or you know he what wants mean? to get like a, some food before his next flight. Yeah, he's got a connecting flight, and he he doesn't have a lot of time. He's got to run over there and stop at Starbucks and get a coffee or a freaking sandwich or something. And now yep. he can't because of your fuck ass. Like, bro, leave these people alone, man. God damn, they don't make no sense. So, I figured since we uh, touched on that, we're gonna start a new a new tradition right here, and. These are going to be the new rules that we're going to establish for wrestling fans. So number one, the most important rule for wrestling fans that we have to establish is that you motherfuckers have to wear deodorant at wrestling shows. That's number one. Okay. That is rule number one. I don't know what we're going to call this list. So far, we got two in here. We're going to figure out a name for this. It's going to be a thing on this show. We're going to have a list of rules for wrestling fans. So number one, the trash commandments. Oh my God. I love that. The trash commandments. Okay. The trash commandments. Number one, you motherfuckers have to wear deodorant at wrestling shows. That is a non-negotiable. Okay. Number two, leave wrestlers alone at the airport. Okay. That's number two. We're going to start off with those. If you guys have any of your own, please drop a comment. Leave it in the comment section. Let us know what you think should be on the trash commandments. I love that. Now I have the ten, uh, the ten crack commandments stuck in my head. Yeah, I know. I, I was <laughs> going to say the ten trash commandments, ten trash but commandments. I didn't want to limit it to ten. Although we probably could just leave it at ten. That would actually yeah. be a cool thing. But I feel like this is going to be an ongoing list because... If anybody is ridiculous, it's fucking wrestling fans. So, as Nick said, we usually like to start with some positivity. But, uh, you know, that story was out there. We saw that. That video was kind of... And again, video. There's video of it. The person, not only is this person asking for shit from Jeff, they're recording them in their private time without, like, any type of permission. Just fucking atrocious. So, I saw another thing on Twitter. It was a tweet from a former professional wrestler from the Attitude Era. This person has been beleaguered and uh, he has a history of just nonsense, but I figured this would be a good time to institute trashiest tweet of the week and that honor is that honor is going to be bestowed upon the formerly known as the the Big Valboski Val Venus who decided to tweet this in response to someone else. Uh, I'll read this for you guys in case the text is too small for you. You can't see it, but, uh, and please excuse me. These are not my words. Don't clip this with me saying this shit. Cause this is not me. Uh, Val Venus decided to tweet Barack Obama is gay and Michelle Obama is a man. Giselle Shaw is a man and Nyla Rose is a man, but neither Giselle Shaw or Nyla Rose stole any of my money. Barack Obama, on the other hand, taxed a shitload of money away for eight years and bought his bitch, boy, Michael Obama, a mansion. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and burn, uh, delete that tweet now because I don't even want to have it there. Um, so, yeah, I think it goes without saying that, that that's a great nominee for trash tweet of the week. Um, it's unfortunate because we were talking in the pre-show about how much we loved Val Venus back in the day. Um, you know, again, as I said it in the pre-show, I, Nick, I hate to repeat myself, but 
Um, one of my favorite quotes of his is I came, I saw, and I came again. Uh, and you know, he's had plenty of hello ladies, funny moments and all that shit. And, you know, but it's just like, dude, you know, that old adage of never meet your heroes. Sometimes that shit's really true, man. Sometimes it really is not that he was my hero or anything, but it's like, what do you even say to that? Nothing. What do you even say to that shit? Like, it's got all these quote tweets and retweets and responses, and it's like, that's exactly what he wants. He wants people to respond and retweet me and all that shit, and it's just like, I don't know. It's it's pretty disgusting, if you ask me, uh, and it's no wonder that this guy has basically been TV cancer since he was released. You don't see him anywhere. You don't see him involved in anything. You don't see any tributes. You don't see him coming back for a raw of 1,000 or 1,500 or whatever. So there's a reason for that kind of shit. So Just like to keep, that your I say, uh, keep your mouth shut. Yeah. To that I say, uh, good. Good. I think he literally, since he stopped wrestling, I think all he's done is like porn. Like not even to be funny. Oh, wow. Well, like a, you know, whatever. Yeah, you just gotta keep your mouth shut, and it's like, dude, just grow up. Like, it's, 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 honestly, it's like it's so shocking that I, I'm, I'm like at a loss for words. I thought I'd have more to say, but I think we've said quite enough about uh. The tweet says it itself, you know. Yeah, for real. I think we've oh. said enough there about the big Balboski. Everyone's entitled to their opinion, but you are not free from consequence when you say your shit. So just keep that in mind when you're tweeting. And just so you freedom of speech doesn't mean you're not an asshole. That is 100% true. Uh, but I guess we can switch it. I saw you were trying to get it there with the positive. And we'll stick with WWE first because you were just there. So, Lou, in the past, I'm going to read the little thing I wrote here. But within the past two weeks now, We've had four brand new titles introduced. So as we know, we'll start, we'll go as far back as I, the first one, Seth Rollins, Knight of Champions, becomes the new World Heavyweight title, uh, champion. The title looks good, gave it praise. Big fan. Combination. We've gone into that, a little bit of everything on that one. Then following that, we had Roman. No more Roman, two belts. Um... Is now well, that's the, yeah, that's yet to be determined because uh, I know last week, and sorry to interrupt you, but I know last week no, when he good. got the new belt, uh, he got the new belt, Paul Heyman was still carrying the other two, they left with all three belts, he didn't turn the two belts in, and then backstage they had something, and Heyman still had the two belts. So I'm like, bro, don't, don't, don't tell me this motherfucker's gonna be walking around with three belts now, bro. The if purpose does, of that new belt. Even, if, if he does it for one week, they'll kind of get a pop out of me. But um, I can't, bro. It's just like, but um, so then we did get introduced of one of we think one official title for the undisputed Universal Heavyweight Champion, same design as the WWE title, just with a gold center but awkward kind of gold look to it. And the reason I say that is because after that, the former Raw Women's Champion, 
is now the WWE Women's Champion, which is on SmackDown. I know that a lot of that's hard to put together by Asuka, which is it's the same design as both Raw and SmackDown's women's title, except still, so still the white strap but with a gold center. And in my opinion, I think it looks really good, actually. Like, you could definitely tell there was a difference in gold, in my opinion, at least between that and Roman's title. Roman's title seemed more painted on, where Asuka's seemed like more naturally gold. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe they're figuring something out. Because maybe if you put that on Roman's, maybe it'll look better. But I also think the white strap just looks awesome. I think the white strap then, makes the big difference. Yeah. And then last night on Raw, the SmackDown Women's Champion, Rhea Ripley, who is on Raw, is now the uh, World Women's Woman, the Women's World Champion. Same exact belt as Seth Rollins um, with a white strap. I like that because, one, I like the World Heavyweight title. Um, the white strap looks nice. And I, I'm personally a fan of how they do look the same because it can mean they're at the same importance, like, level. You know right. what I mean? It doesn't downgrade it. It's not like it's smaller. And I think, especially if you're having the World Women's Champion, like, just the name, Rhea is kind of the best person to start off with that. Yeah. Um, so with all that being said, what are your thoughts on all these new titles and where they're going with them and so on? Yeah, I actually really like Asuka's belt. Like, I was surprised yeah. when he unveiled it that I wasn't like, oh, of course, it looks exact. No, I was like, oh, shit. There's something about that white leather that, like, I don't know. the Something about that white leather, like, it makes the rest of that shit pop much more than, like, the black leather for some reason because... Obviously, when I saw Roman, I think, I don't know what it is about Roman's belt. I don't know if I was just disappointed because I was thinking that since, you know, Rollins got this new, you know, this design. new design, then they're going to do something similar. And I, I saw it, I was just kind of like, oh, it's the same fucking thing, but it's got a yellow background. Uh, okay. So I don't know if it was so much that or, you know. Something with the coloring, I don't know, because I'd kind of like to see both of them in high res, like next to each other. But I, I tell you, when I saw Oscar's belt, I was like, "Oh, that shit looks nice." Like I like that shit; it looks really cool. I like the size of it. Um, I think the yellow looks good with the with mm -hmm. the W and the the shape and the and the you know again the leather strap. I think it looks great. Um, Rhea's belt. Like, I was a little surprised last night that they literally just copied Seth's belt. It's the same fucking belt. It's just smaller yeah, just white with strap. a white strap. Like, it's... I was a little surprised that they didn't do something a little different. Like, just a touch where you can kind of, you know, aside from the strap. But... um. It wasn't like in a bad. I wasn't like, oh, that sucks. I was just like, oh shit, it's the same. But then I was like, that's kind of cool because now you streamline the titles. So the only other belt on there is uh, the tag team titles, obviously, which are gonna. I guess they're gonna bounce around. They're gonna unify those two. So we got another design, yeah, another design coming soon for the tag team titles. But um, which that one, I'm very intrigued to see. Yeah. Because they have, they're going to obviously get rid of the red and the black. I mean, the red and the blue. 
I'm assuming they're going to go with a black strap. They should go. But I wonder if they're finally going to get rid of the Spartan helmet thing or. Yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting with the tag team titles because they're going to bounce from show to show. So if you yeah. copy the Seth design, or sorry, I'm already calling it the Seth design. Um, if you copy the Seth design and you take it on SmackDown, it's going to be kind of like, well, you know, this doesn't really look right. So, but then if you do the same thing for the SmackDown kind of design, then you're going to have the same problem. So I'm kind of interested to see what they're going to do with that. Um, those women tag team titles, but yeah, it was just, um, you know, a little surprised that they kept the same design, but I'm cool. I'm cool with it. Cause I just love the way that that looks. The only thing I wish that they did with the the new quote unquote Seth belt is that instead of having the damn thing be black and white, what you just make the W in gold. Like you could still have yeah. like the the globe be in black, you know, black with the white outline or whatever, and then just have the W in gold, bro. I that shit would bro. I think that would have looked so bomb. But it's just I like the belt, but it's just so weird that out of nowhere you just have that black and white logo on the front. Like it just looks yeah. odd. I'm excited. I'm excited for Rob to get his when it comes because you know he's gonna send photos oh, yeah. and videos probably. So oh, yeah. so I guess out of the four, which one's your favorite? Um I have yeah, yeah, the Seth belt. The W the WWE women's title, I think looks yeah. dope. I'm gonna I'm gonna stay with Seth because I, I do like the black strap and I like the bigger championship i don't yeah. know if Rhea's is it looked like it was a little smaller um but i don't think it's like too too much smaller it's not like the original woman's title which was like tiny um but yeah. i really like the set i mean aside from my little minor nitpick with the the logo i that belt i fucking it's beautiful bro i people who are yeah. hating on that belt i don't know what's wrong with y'all i don't know what you want because that shit it looks dope you know it, it's just we live in world now where wrestling belts sim- like look similar too. Look at that shit, bro. Though, and that's like that's the normal. Like if you look even on the AEW side, the TBS title and the TNT title are the same title. Yeah, that TBS title the, sucks. I don't. I've never yeah, really cared the for different, that. Belt. One has TBS on it. One has TNT. Like you see it in every promotion. You know I mean, some of the New Japan ones look very similar. It's just the. It's a common thing. So I am intrigued to see, though, what they do. Oh, man. And then we already got an, and Oscar's already got a new challenger. Yeah. Look at this belt, bro. This shit has the eagle on the top. Then it's got like the leaves and shit and the ivory, and you got lions on the side. Oh, that shit looks dope, bro. I, can, I, I hope to God the, that Rob well, takes a right video of that shit. So that shit looks amazing. Yeah. And, uh, and then there's also a criticism, so I want to see your take on this before uh, we so, move on, even though we really only have... I just lost power, because it's raining here really bad, but we have a generator, so <coughs> if I cut out, that's why. Uh, I might not have internet in a second or two, but we'll see. <laughs> but, um, okay, well, I'm going to roll with it then and to ask you, so what do you think... So, you like I said, I think Seth's doing another open challenge next week. They're in Cleveland, so a lot of people think it's going to be Johnny Gargano. As well, they should. Do, do if Are you a fan of so far of these? Now, granted, there's only been one. Last night, it's him and Finn and Money in the Bank, so it should be a good match. 
Do you think what they're just trying to do is get this thing on TV as much as possible to promote the title and show that it like there's a difference between the two? Or like what do you think they're actually now what we want? Like what do you think they're actually going for with this? Even as we said, like, I don't know, is Steph gonna be on NXT tonight? I think so. They said he's gonna like, appear. Seth will be appearing on on NXT tonight, which by video, I don't know. Is he going to show up? I don't know. But they said something about that. He's going to appear. So, so you, what do you think they're trying to go for here? Like, yeah, they said the NXT bullshit, trying to make it a third brand. It's never going to happen. So that's probably why they're doing it on NXT. But on Raw, like, what do you think they're actually going for here? Like, I think I think they're kind of doing a Orange Cassidy thing. But I feel like th- what they should be doing is literally the Orange Cassidy thing. Like, I think you should just have challengers for the title. And every fucking week, if you're going to if you're going to be defending it every week, because that seems to be what they're doing. If you're going to do that, then you should announce this match is happening. This match is happening. And he goes out there and he has the fucking matches because, I mean, that's kind of what they're doing now. But like the fact that it's like this open challenge thing. It's like, can, can we fucking enough with the fucking everybody's open challenges? Like, I'm so sick of that shit. Like, everybody's doing open challenges. Like, it's like, yeah. I'm so sick of that shit already. Like, we don't, we could just get rid of that part of it and just have them go out there and defending the title. Like, I think they're trying to do a reverse Roman Reigns. Like, you know, we've gone so much time without having the title on the show that they're going to fucking, they're going to make sure. That that belt's on that show, and they're gonna make sure it's getting defended every week on the show. So, I, I, yes, yeah, I mean, on one hand, I like it. Cautions me. Okay. Yeah, no, it's like on one hand, I like it. Um, but again, I, I already told you last week that NXT thing. Uh, if he goes down there with that belt and it brings it to this dude's house, it's like, nah, bro, you, no, you shouldn't be doing that. He should be coming to you, not yeah, you it's... going to him. And it's going to happen because they want the viewers. They want that third brand mentality all of a sudden. And to be honest, Nick Khan, Triple H, Bruce Pritchard, they have no one to blame but themselves. Not that it was on pace to be one, but when Triple H was running Black and Gold NXT, that was the closest chance you had of that being a no-shit third brand. Keep it at the developmental. Like, just leave it there. Like, who cares? Like, it's still good. We don't watch NXT, but we usually watch the takeovers and keep up oh, with yeah. it. And they're always good. So you're producing a good product down there. So just keep it. Who cares if it's not getting 900,000 views, a million? Like, who, who gives a fuck? Yeah. The only thing I don't like about the continuous open challenge defending is it's going to be hard to do storylines in this. Yeah. And I feel the world title needs to be in like a good storyline. And I don't think it's going to be like this forever. But it's just like they were saying on the Wrestling Inc. show last night. It brought up a good point. It's like you're having Seth do an open challenge next week. Probably going to be Johnny Gargano in Cleveland, right? He's from there. Couldn't be a good match. Like, you know, it's, oh, but you yeah. know Seth's going to oh, yeah. you know win, though. Yeah. He's not going to lose the title on Raw before Money in the Bank to fight Finn. Even if Finn gets involved, he's going to win still. Like, you know what I yeah. mean? So That's true. That's true because even, like, with the Orange Cassidy thing, like, the last four or five matches that he's had, I've been like, okay, this motherfucker's definitely losing this week. 
And then I said, like, okay, he's definitely losing to Bandito. And I was like, okay, well, he's definitely losing to Swerve. Like, I actually had belief that the match was going to go either way. It wasn't like, okay, yeah, he's going to retain or whatever. So they at least have that going for them with this open challenge thing. But, yeah, you know know if it's Gargano, even though it's in Cleveland, they're not going to put the belt on Gargano. They're not going to take it off Seth all of a sudden now. Just He just got it. Like, so you kind of know, like, you know what I mean? So that's why it's probably better for them to involve the belt in a storyline instead of this open challenge shit because you're just lining up guys to knock them down. And it's like, yeah, that's great. Seth is defending the belt, but, you know, I guess the story is he's making an open challenge. That's the story. I think it was sort of yeah, better to have him he, involved in he something. Needs a, he needs a good story for some reason. So how about this? this? How about this? So Money in the Bank is the the second right of july i think so yeah second or third one of so them. how about this he he's wrestling is he is, is does he have a match on there yeah it's him and finn yeah, right right still, right good. that was done last night so him and finn balor obviously finn balor's not gonna win that so he has a goal goes out there has a great match with finn balor wins the match um and this in my opinion, should be at the end of the show if they're not having Roman defend his titles or whatever. I mean, three fucking titles that he has. Uh, yeah. So he retains. Um, and Drew McIntyre comes out. Boom, Claymore. End the show with Drew McIntyre holding up the new belt. There's your fucking story right slam. there. Now you can yes. build a fucking story with a heel Drew McIntyre and a Seth Rollins. That I would like to see. Yeah. Something like that. And maybe they're leading up to that. Who yeah. knows? Because the bell is still new. You know what I'm saying? So maybe this is what they're doing. They're leading up to the pay-per-view so they can do something of that sort. I'm not going to say. like I I honestly think what you said is going to happen. Now, if it doesn't happen, I'm not going to be pissed after expectations and things like that. So I don't know if you've been noticing, though, they're showing, like, problems within Judgment Day. And, like, off their body language, like, Finn seems pissed because Damien's getting a lot of spotlight. I saw a cool scenario, and I think, I know you'll be a fan of this. How insane would it be if Priest wins Money in the Bank earlier in the night? That main event, regardless, say Finn wins the title and Damien catches in on Finn. or, Or Seth wins and Damien catches in on Seth and Finn's like, well, I already had him beat, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I know we would like that because we're Damien Priest fans and he'd yeah. be the world champion, but wow. I saw that. I think for in either way, that's going to produce a good storyline. Yeah. But I definitely see the Seth and Drew thing because I did read a thing saying that, you know, they still don't have anything settled with Drew. They're keeping him off TV until something's done. He is doing some special Olympics thing for them somewhere next week. And I think the goal you, is to have him. And I think when you see things like that, it's because they're coming back very soon. Like, yeah, and the goal is they want him by Money in the Bank. And it's it's smart, though. Yeah. Because you know he's – we saw it literally last year. He's going to get a massive pop. So why not keep him off TV till the UK? Because then if you show him at Raw next week or the week after – Everyone knows he's back. Yeah. Right? Because yeah, has yeah. he been on TV since Mania? Since the – bro, he hasn't been on TV since the last thing was he did was match? they lost uh, They lost that tag team match. No, the, the fucking triple threat, right? 
that they yeah, had. So I think that's so been it. Yeah. So it's been like over two months. Yeah. So by the and you got to think if it's July second, Mania was April second. That's literally thirty. I mean, ninety days off of TV. Wow. Because you you know, and I I understand why they do it, but like you knew Finn was going to have a big match on here. He's obviously from the UK. That's why I think like you. That's why I think all of this just makes all the sense in the world. Like. Like we thought Drew was gonna win the title. Yeah. You know what I yep. mean? Um, yeah, I think it'd be dope if he came back as like the Scottish psychopath kind of character with the hair just hanging in front of his face. I even and- you know what? I would even be down with like if they finagle it somehow where and again, I I I, I don't wanna see Damian Priest go down because he leaves the judgment they <clears throat> Excuse me, I want to see him like go higher. Um, but I would even be down with like in some scenario where like Damian Priest gets kicked out of Judgment Day because of Finn Balor and they add Drew McIntyre to the Judgment Day. Because like I like JD McDonough or JD don't JD Mc, don't make Google me or whatever the fuck Kevin Owens called him. Uh JD <laughs> don't Google me. Um I like him a lot, but if you're gonna like get rid of Damian Priest, because he's like the muscle. muscle. They even call him the punishment yeah, of the judgment the day. Like, you know what I mean? Which I think that's a cool call back to his old name. But if you're gonna get rid of him and then you're gonna add McDonough, McDonough and Finn Balor are like the same size. So now you're gonna have like three medium build dudes and Rhea Ripley's like the biggest person in your group. That's, you know, it's kind of like a downgrade, even though McDonough is very, you know, psychological and he can kind of play up that angle. So I think it would be you throw Drew in there instead of replace Damian Priest. That could be something. And and they need to do something with Rhea, to be honest. Yeah, she's just like doing nothing. Like I was super surprised last night when fucking Cody's music. I was like, Cody, why the fuck? Yeah. And I was like, yo. I text my cousin. I was like, bro, preparate. Get ready to meet Brandy fucking Rhodes. Because I thought for sure Brandy was coming out last night. Because I thought they were going to do like a double, you know, mixed tag thing, whatever. So I was convinced that Brandy was going to fucking show up last night. But she didn't. Thank God. I mean, nothing personal. But she doesn't really do much for me. She's a little much for me. I see her showing I could see her showing up at some point during this because they, they I, like. I'm sure she's counting the days. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'll admit, I'm intrigued to see where they go with Cody and Dom. Like, obviously, the match is happening. But yeah, Rhea needs some comp, and I get it. Booking for someone like Rhea has it can't be easy because she's so dominant. So, like, I understand. Than that you got plenty of women on like, the fucking roster. That's what I don't understand. Yeah, and it's like you can everyone she like Selena Vega put up a fight, and I'll call it how it is. I love Selena Vega. Like that's who I honestly want to win the women's side of things, even though I think it's gonna be EO, which I'm cool with. Um but the only reason she got ten minutes at that show is because they weren't yeah, Puerto Rico. Like you know what I mean? Like to keep it how it is. Um then Natty gets squashed. I don't I don't remember who else is on Raw. But it, it doesn't even matter. Get, like, you got all these other women who are, like, technically free agents or whatever. You got fucking Lacey Evans, who they're doing absolutely nothing with. 
They brought her out there last week on SmackDown. She got squashed by Zelina Vega, of all people. She gets squashed. Yeah. Like, I, I don't understand what she did wrong, why they have a why what the fuck is going on, why they're doing this to her. But she's got size and she's not fucking some shitty wrestler. Like she can wrestle, bro. She's beautiful. Yeah. She's got the look. She's big. Like she's muscular. She's a fucking military person. Like she knows what she's doing. So you can put her in there with um, Rhea for a little bit. You know, she doesn't have to beat her, but she can go with her for a fucking couple weeks. Raquel. Last night they had Raquel I lose that match because she decided to chase Ronda Rousey around the ring like a fucking idiot. She had Shayna Baszler beat. She had her beat. Yeah, she was about to hit her finisher on her, and she decides, "Oh, let me go chase after Ronda." Dur, dur, dur. Like you make her look like an idiot, and she's another huge woman that you have on your roster who's young, athletic. You know, not the greatest gimmick or whatever. She comes out and smiles and flexes, but whatever. She's a good guy. So she's supposed to do shit like that. Put her in there Honestly, against Rhea for a couple weeks. This sounds crazy, but even one I'd really be down to see. And I've been praising this girl since she's came back, honestly. Even if they did some comedy and then ended up in a match, whether it's at a pay-per-view or not, but even if they did some, like, remember when Miz and Morrison faced Braun for the title? Do you remember that? In, like, 2020 when Braun was Universal Champion, they did the handicap match for the title. I don't even remember that. <laughs> but, so like, what if they did something like that with, like, Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville? Yeah, anything. Doing anything's better like, than yeah. nothing. Like, yeah. for real. Even though I'm dying to see Chelsea Green and Sonya as the tag champs. Dying to yeah. see that. Chelsea Green's awesome. But it's just like, yeah, I just so. I don't understand what's so hard about this. Like, you got women like Piper Niven. I know we've seen Bianca and Piper Niven, but this is different. You know, you get her in there against Rhea. Nikki. You could even do something with Nikki Cross with her crazy self going after Rhea and causing havoc backstage with her multiple personalities and shit like there's so much shit you can do and then even even little things like to because then the transition to smackdown but the hop right back is i hate being that guy but i'm pretty sure oscar is going to be a transition champion i'm pretty sure they're going to do a triple threat with charlotte oscar and bianca and charlotte's gonna win because i could see charlotte and bianca happening at <sighs> mania because that's the one horseman she hasn't beaten yet but instead of bringing charlotte to SmackDown now, like if you were going to put the title on Charlotte before Mania to do a match with Bianca, I'm fine with it. The storyline's there. She's the only horsewoman she hasn't beat. You know what I mean? You know they can put on a good match. So like, I'm, I'm with it. But she doesn't need to be champ now. Why don't you have her go to Rhea and get a rematch? Yeah. They have great chemistry. They fought a few times, but every time they fought, they're arguably match of the night. So run that back. Yeah. And Charlotte, Charlotte. Like, Charlotte's like the Roman of the women's side. Like, Charlotte could be drafted to SmackDown, but appear on Raw, no one's really going to bitch because it's Charlotte. You could even do some, so you like, could even do some, like, off-the-wall shit. Like, bring Mandy Rose back. Like, I don't know if Mandy Rose wants to wrestle, but bring her back. Fucking, I'm curious uh, nobody cares about making. that fucking shit she did, bro. Nobody cares. Like, nobody's I'm offended. Not. Nobody gives a fuck. You guys super over overreacted to that shit. Like, that shit was so... Come on, bro. I've seen I've seen Trish Stratus and Sable in teeny tiny bikinis wrestling in mud and pulling each other's hair. Like, get the fuck out of here. You're going to tell me that you guys were offended by Mandy Rose posting some stuff on her own personal page, which is a subscription-based thing? Like, 
it's not for the general public. Like, get the fuck out of here, bro. You could bring her back. Like, yeah. There's lots of things that you could I do. I wonder when. I know Indy Hartwell, but you even got Candace LeRae. Indy's another one. You got her on the roster. Yeah. She's a super baby face. Get her in there with but fucking. But she's hurt, right? Is she still hurt? I think no, her arm. Was boot. No, she was wearing that cast for a while. So she's probably still dealing with her arm or whatever. But, I mean, Candace LeRae, I like her. But, man, she's so small. Like, she's so small. Like, you you put her in there with Rhea, and she's, in a, she's probably smaller than Zelina. Like, she doesn't look like a child. Yeah, she's small, small. Yeah, she's going to look like a fucking you child, You ever see bro. that video? You ever see that video of fucking Cedric Alexander giving her the fucking lumbar check or whatever? The what? Cedric Alexander hit the lumbar check or whatever on her in the Indies. You've never seen oh, that? Oh, I, I might have, but I don't want to recall it. Where she goes like five, like 5,000 feet in the air. After. I saw, you know what? I I, didn't, I don't remember seeing that, but you know what I watched the other day? That was fucking phenomenal. Um, and I'd actually, I didn't finish it, so I don't even know who won. Penta versus Io Shirai and Lucha Underground. Yo, I, yeah, that shit that. was crazy. And I was like about to head out. So I was like watching it like as I was going. Yo, Io Shirai was kicking the fucking shit out of Penta, bro. It was hilarious. I was like, yo, this is... I get, I get bro, Lucha that. Underground. Let me tell you something, bro. I wish I was on that bandwagon when that shit was on TV. Because, bro, I've seen some shit on YouTube from that show, and it's been awesome. Like, um, Swerve was on there, and he was, this mass, he was this mass wrestler on, on that show. Um, and I forget what he was called, but he had this match. It was called, like, the World War Three match. And, bro, it was the most violent fucking, like, not so much, like, with blood, but just some of the shit that they did. I was like, wow, this is really unsafe. Like, I was, was super Netflix, worried about it. wasn't it, too? I I think it was I don't know, bro. But I know it was on uh, El Rey, that channel El Rey. It was on there for a while. Um, but man, I really wish I was watching that shit when it was on TV because I've seen a lot of stuff on there that was really cool. Um, but yeah, man, this Rhea Ripley thing. It's it's. I know. Again, they'll figure it out eventually. They'll put her in a feud with somebody. But it's just I was very. It was very weird last night that she was out there. The Dominic thing, not so much because, you know, I know what they were. She's supposed to be a bad guy. So everybody was cheering for her and they were like, all right, Dominic, go out there and fuck that up real quick. So he came out. I get all that. But Cody's music, when Cody's music hit, I was like, what the fuck is Cody doing out here? Like, what is this? You going to challenge Rhea Ripley for the title? Like, it's like, are you going to challenge her for the fucking belt, dude? That's the only belt you can get? Yeah. Um. Two quick last things before we transition to the AEW side of things. So, one, I'll admit, I'm very intrigued with this Bronson Reed, Shinsuke, and Ricochet mm. thing they got going on. You see I what Bronson Reed did up... last night with the with the the, the ropes and like flung Ricochet yeah. over. Like, I think uh, I, I think Bronson's going to cost Ri- them the match. Well, I think uh, Shinsuke is gonna it's going to be one of those things where. Uh, somebody's interviewing someone else and there's going to be some ruckus. You're going to see some people running in the background and they're going to go, Oh no, what's happening. And they're going to run. And Shinsei is going to be under a bunch of fucking boxes and shit. And then they're going to have Bronson Reed take his place in money in the bank. Cause there is no reason why Bronson Reed is not in that match. Like I can't think of one good reason why he's not in that fucking match. He's not in a feud. And last night he was working with two people who are in the money in the bank match. So he's not going to have a match with either one of them on the fucking show. So what are we doing? 
Like, why See, is I think he he's gonna, on the fucking... I think he's going to interfere and cost them the match. I mean, yeah, but what does that someone really said, do for someone him? Said he hits, someone said he hits that typhoon tsunami or whatever from the top of the ladder to take him out. <laughs> that would be dope. Shit. I mean, insanity. But yeah, I just, I just, I don't see why he's not involved in that match. He should be in that match. He should win that what? match. But that's one thing about this Money in the Bank shit is that are they doing a SmackDown and a Raw one, or are they just doing one Money in the Bank? Just one men's and one. Just one, one right? Mm-hmm. And you cash it in on whoever you want. I actually like that better because the two is that's just too much, bro. You got. I like it too because it's you don't know who they're gonna cash in. On yeah. Too. Yeah. Like yeah. You don't. I think it's better. Yeah, and then um, fuck up. The one thing too, though, the only cool thing, because I don't know, I'm not sold on Cody and Dominic like yet. The only thing you know you're gonna get though at, at that show with those UK fans is Cody's gonna get a massive like whoa and cheers, and Dominic's gonna get booed like that is your ultimate face and ultimate ultimate heel yeah. in the company at least fighting each other if you really think about it. Because who has more heat than Dom right now, and who's got more like cheer than Cody? And you know what's funny? Usually, you know how WWE is notorious for sweetening up their audio or whatever. <clears throat> I, I, somebody said that they're piping in the booze for Dominic. I don't think so, bro. No, I, I think, think them shits are legit booze. Like people are just boo. Now it's become a thing now, and WWE fans know. That when you see Dominic, you just fucking boo because that's the thing to do now. It's like the new what chant. So as soon as he comes out and he tries to talk, it's just they rain the booze down on him. And I do not think even a little bit that that shit is or is uh is a uh, piped in crowd noise. That shit is legit. We hate Dominic, so we're gonna boo, <laughs> and that's fantastic because that shit hasn't happened. There's a lot of guys who try to get that kind of heat and they don't get it. The only other person right now who's got that type of heat. Is on the other show, which we're gonna talk about, is Don Callis, bro. Yeah, he's the only yeah. other motherfucker right now getting that type of heat. Yeah, and then transition to the AEW side of things. We talked about last week what we were thinking the main event of Collision will be, and it's announced as Ring of Honor TV Champion Samoa Joe teams up with Bullet Club members Jay White and Juice Robinson against the AEW Tag Team Champions FTR and the returning C. Um, Punk. I got like 50% of this right because I said it was going to be yeah. Punk and Jay White. But yeah. I got those guys right. I'll take that. Um, yeah, you were better. You were better. Can I just say that all of my all of my predictions slash whatever's that I did last week were all trash. Every single one of them was garbage. I, I wasn't even close to guessing anything. I'm, I'm excited, but before we dive into the wrestling side of this and what we think the match could be and just AEW, what about Samoa Joe and Twisted Metal? Yeah, man, that looks interesting. Uh, I'm going to watch it just because I love Samoa Joe. But I really wish they would have just let him talk, talk bro. Like, Yes, thank you, why thank you. Samoa Joe is like one of, like, do people, why? My thing is like, if you're not going to have Samoa Joe talk, why the fuck did you hire him for this? Like, you could have gotten any big giant dude to, you know, play Sweet Tooth. And I'm sure Joe's happy to, of course, he's Get that probably bag. ecstatic to be in a fucking, first of all, Joe's a big gamer. I'm sure he's ecstatic that he's on a fucking video game TV show and he gets to play this big badass. So I'm sure he's happy about it. But it's like, bro, if you're going to hire Samoa Joe 
to play that part. Why not let him talk? Like, did you really need to get Will Arnett to do the voice of Sweet Tooth? Like, you didn't really need that. Like, he could have voiced anybody else. Or he could have starred as anybody else. Dude, that scene with the thong in the casino that they were... That with, uh, what's his name? Uh, Um, What's the other actor's name? Why am I drawing a blank? That's, uh, he's from Cranbrook. (laughs) I was dying laughing. Why did I forget his fucking name? It's, um... Anthony Mack, no. Anthony Mackie, there you go. Anthony Mackie. Um, he, that scene had me dying laughing. Yeah, I'm interested. Uh, People were like, oh, it's just cringy. I'm definitely gonna peek it, but, um, anyway, I guess to the match. Um, it's kind of a little bit of everything because you know Punk wanted to work with FTR and he had the interest with Joe and Jay White and it's all happening at once. Yeah. So looking at this, this is the only thing I don't want to say concerns me because it doesn't, but um are are we thinking out of this if this results in a Joe Punk thing and the Bullet Club against Yeah, I'm FTR? interested. I'm interested. First of all, I'm interested because I I want to see CM Punk back. I think we're it's yeah. established already on this show we want him back. But yeah. I'm interested because the the this this decision is very interesting because um you know, you got Jay White and Juice who Juice, you know, Juice is whatever. Jay White is uh, the star of that group obviously. And the last few weeks he's gotten big wins. Last week he was on the main event now, this week, he's on the main event of the brand new show. Um, so it seems like they have big things in store for Jay White. Um, and then you bring Joe, who hasn't been on AEW TV in, I don't know how That's fucking long. He's on ROH all the time with being yeah. the champion over there. But I haven't seen him on AEW TV in a while. So you bring him in for this. Um, and then I was thinking CM Punk was going to main event... Now, I said before, I think he should main event the show, which it ended up happening. But I thought it was going to be solo. But you pair him up with basically your one of your most popular, you know, acts in your company. So you're like, you're kind of, I don't know if he like, by him, I mean, Tony. I don't know if Tony Khan felt like he was maybe going to get some booze or something. But I'm like, they're in Chicago, like. He's not gonna get booed. He can do not anything in Chicago and not get booed. So yeah, I don't I don't you know I don't know if he just wanted to have that. Hey, he's a face because you're establishing him with other faces instead of bringing him in solo and you kind of don't know what he's gonna you know do. So yeah. I'm just curious at that aspect where this is going. Because yeah. well, it's it's they have a story there with Bullet Club Gold and FTR. But now you're adding Joe and CM Punk into it. So it's like, I just kind of, I'm very curious, bro. And we'll find out Saturday on the first episode of Collision. Yes, sir. I just really hope that CM Punk. I really hope this guy stays healthy, man. I just really hope that this guy doesn't fucking blow his knee out or fucking ankle or some silly shit happens in the ring. Don't go jumping into the fucking crowd again. Did you did you see that 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 photo? It looked like I don't know if it might be real actually, but someone messaged uh, DM Punk on Instagram and was like, "Hey man, I don't care how happy you are, don't jump into the crowd." <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, bro, please. That just I wanna 
I want to see this guy like either succeed or fail on his own shit. Like not yeah, because he got hurt or whatever, and it's I don't want to see any of that shit. Like, well, because what it was with Punk, he came back, and then he had the Eddie Kingston feud, right? That was a good feud. Then he came back at the MJF feud, that was great. Then he did the Hangman feud wasn't the greatest, but he won the title. So it's like, fine. Now what's this dude made of? And he gets hurt. Then he comes back, wins the title. It's like, okay, let's get it again. And then obviously all that shit happens. So it's like right when we think we're going to see him like break open again, something happens. Yes. Again, I just I just want to see him. If he's going to succeed or fail, I don't want it to be because of injury. Like I want to see what this guy's got left. I want to see what stories they want to tell. Because, bro, say what you want about Punk. I was entertained by everything he did. I'm not like yep. a gigantic CM Punk fan from, you know, whatever. I like him. But I don't have anything against the guy. He's entertained me for years. I enjoy his matches. Um, But it's just, bro, I fucking, that MJF feud. I love that fucking feud with Eddie Kingston. It was short, but I watched, I rewatched that promo all the time between him and Eddie. That shit was fucking phenomenal. I've never seen somebody get a big – I've never seen someone get a giant reaction by calling another man a bum. Like, I've never I've never seen that before. He was like, you're a bum. And everybody was like, oh, like, oh my God, he called him a bum. Like, because you know yeah. – you know where that comes from. Like, you know what I mean? Because, you know, for Eddie, you can't call a motherfucking New York motherfucker a bum. That's just like, those are fighting words. So you already know. So it's like, it, that shit was beautiful, man. Um, And I just want to see more of that. All these people hating yeah. and they're mad and all that shit. But I, I don't know. Like not, man. I don't even think you guys like wrestling. Like, you guys just don't like wrestling, period. Because you, you, I don't understand you. And it's nuts, too, because you have a lot of people... Who shit on AEW because they say they don't do storyline. They just do matches, matches, matches. And then Punk comes along, which I'm fine with the matches, matches, matches. That shit don't bother me. Yeah. But then you you have one of the greatest storytellers, like, in the last few years, right, come out. And then you shit on him. And it's like, okay. Like, whatever, man. Um, But speaking of promos, what did you think of the MJF Adam Cole one last week? You know... Um, and what do you think of that whole feud as a whole? I guess because um, obviously that's that's what it's going because they're fighting tomorrow and on the Eliminator. To, uh, yeah, I think we said match. I think we said something like that. We were saying I, we want to see MJF and fucking Adam Cole, and mm-hmm. his music hit. I was like, let's fucking go, let's do it. Um, I thought the promo was cool. It was cool. I, it wasn't mind blowing, and it wasn't like you know whack. It was somewhere like in the higher echelon of like very good. Cause for me, bro, I don't like stop with the Vince McMahon shit. Like I just I don't need to hear I got a couple of things on that. Yeah, first of all, I don't need to hear Vince McMahon's name, period. Like I don't need to hear about him at all. And like bringing his name up is like it's, it's kind of why. Yeah, we don't need it, bro. Like we really don't. There's no need to bring up this man's name. I know you saw it. I knew you knew it was coming. It's just like, I don't need it. 
the whole I know the bidding war of 2024 thing is a thing that he's trying to make happen or whatever. I think he's going to be signed way before his fucking contract is up, bro. I think Tony's going to throw the book at him. He's going to fucking resign at some point. They could make a story out of it, but dude, I, I don't think it's going to be a real thing. But the I'd Vince be very shocked if enough. I'd be very shocked if he jumps ship. Yeah, it, it, I mean, and then on top of that, you think about it like if he were to jump ship, quote unquote, like you really think you're gonna like Cody? I understand. You know, Cody has a history with that company. Uh, Cody's not out there dropping the f bomb in you know his interviews and all that shit. Cody's a GI Joe. And he works perfectly right now because he's basically an old school baby face, you know, WWF guy. So it's working right now because that is so different right now in wrestling that it's working. Like people, yeah. love, people love the super baby face right now because it's so rare. That's why John Cena is like still they hit his music and everybody loses their fucking mind because, you know, hey, here comes the superhero. You know what I mean? So. If MJF were to go to WWE, like, think about those promos. Like, he's not going to be able to say half the shit that he says right now. 75% of it. Yeah, they won't let him. They will not. He could think and say whatever I want. No, I write my own promos. I do this. I'm sure you will. But them shits are going to be edited like a motherfucker. You're going to see all those little black. You know how when the FBI releases documents, they're going to have all them black bars all over your promo. If he goes, it's simply because of money, which I respect a man getting their bag. Fine. And I'd be and I'd be interested to see how he gets over as a massive asshole without swearing. But yeah, the only the only thing I didn't like about that is, but it's a pro at the same time is because this is going to build right, so they're going to have multiple promos again. AEW, and this is a compliment here. AEW is established. They don't need to mention WWE anymore. I understood in the beginning and all that, but that the stupid cheap shots, if you even want to call it, those are over. Like that needs to be done. Like we don't need to hear anything WWE related. You know, mm-hmm. we don't. But I'm happy they got that over with, and I'm honestly happy they got the stupid Brit. Oh uh, yeah, Britt Baker's got your balls thing because that's always yeah. the first thing mentioned in every Adam Cole feud too. Um, Adam Cole stood his own. I thought he did perfectly fine on the mic. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's super over his beef fish. So I'm intrigued and excited to see their next set of promos. Because you can't mention WWE. You already mentioned that. You already mentioned Britt Baker. You know, Cole's got nothing really to mention on that side of the house. Right. Um, so I, I'm, I'm excited to see what their next set can be. Because they're both phenomenal when they talk. Yeah. Um, um, what do you think is going to happen with the match, though? Because I'm assuming this is like if Adam Cole wins, he gets a shot at the title. Yeah, but what are you going to beat MJF like twice in a non-title match? Like I don't on a random uh, dynamite. I don't see so, how unless there's some type of interference or something like who uh Dart well Darby's involved with apparently whatever the fuck he's involved with now, so. Sammy, I think, is going to take some time off because he's about to have a kid. Which shout out to Ty Mello yep, and Sammy. Having, they're That's having a girl, beautiful. Right? They're having I a girl. It's amazing. Yeah. Very cool. Um, Darby or or Jungle Boy, but Jungle Boy is involved with Hook, so I would have it would have to be like some type of interference angle where 
this person distracts MJF so Adam could get the win. But even with that, that shit sucks. As and a that's heel is and like AEW that. and AEW doesn't do DQs. Yeah. So even I don't though know. Sometimes they, sometimes they should, and it's weird because sometimes they randomly do. Yeah, but that's the thing why I say this is why I love AEW because I don't know. Like, I yeah. have no idea what the fuck they're going to do. So that's why I want to watch, because I want to know what happens. Because, you know, like we were saying earlier, Seth Rollins is supposedly next week is wrestling Johnny Gargano in Cleveland. I mean, not supposedly. We're guessing because they're in Cleveland. But it's like, you know Gargano ain't beating fucking Seth Rollins. So, yeah, but the match then, would if, be cool. But, you know. Even then, if this was WWE, you know what would happen. Say this was the same thing, right? MJF and uh, Adam Cole and WWE, just as an example. Same thing. Cole's going to win by a sneaky roll-up or disqualification. Yeah. Um, and I'm not, a fan yeah, of seeing your, I'm not a fan of seeing your champion taking a pinfall in a non I – don't, I, don't, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, I, so I don't like that. And we'll see because usually they don't let us down with booking like this. Right. Um, Unless MJF doesn't do... But one thing I don't want them to do with this storyline, because they've done it in, like, three of MJF's storylines. I think they did it with Punk, Danielson, and Jericho. The stupid, like, levels. Like, you have to beat this guy. All right, well, now you have to beat this guy. That Kung Fu. You ever play Kung Fu on NES? Yeah. You ever play that fucking game where you you got one level, you kick, like, 200 guys, and then at the end there's a, a boss, you kick his ass and then you go up the stairs to the next one and then the next one and yeah. then the next one. That's basically how like, MJF does his shit. And yeah, because he's done it like three times. And usually they bring in some good like indie guys. I mean I liked it with the Jericho thing. I like the Jericho thing yes. because he brought back Juve, uh Juventu Guerrera. He brought in fucking he did Nick uh, Gage, right? Nick Gage and those matches were good. So I enjoyed that. But like bro, every time you're gonna make yeah. people go do that shit like come on bro. Enough. Enough of that You've shit. done it three times already, so I don't know where they go. Did you see MJF's tweet? So there's this dude on Twitter who's a massive Adam Cole fan. He pops up on my for you shit. His name's like Adam Goldberg, and he's a big wow. Adam Cole fan, massive Adam Cole fan. And uh, he tweeted something because I think Adam Cole sent him like a DM, like, "Hey, thanks for you. Let me let, actually. You know what? I'm gonna try pulling it up really quick, but." MJF got involved, but it was funny because old boy, like whose actual Twitter account it is, he's like, "So am I involved in the in the storyline?" This guy, what's your problem? Come in. Here's Come. MJF. Come on. Okay. She right, needs to yeah. Go. So the Twitter's name. Oh yeah, I'll just keep breathing. Go ahead. Yeah. So for those listening, the guys. Um, Twitter handle is Adam Goldberg twenty eight. Seems like a good person on the wrestling IWC. Nothing crazy, but Adam Cole sent him a DM saying, "Glad to hear that, Adam. Sorry you had a rough week." Dot dot dot. Just remember, in life, we always have up and downs. Always stay true to who you are. Make sure you are a positive influence to others, and the rest will write itself. Wishing you the best always. Loving others means more now than it has. Than it ever has with a happy face. Then he said again, "Thanks for always. It really does mean a lot. Let's all love each other a little more. You, the man, Adam." And Adam Goldberg put like eye, then attack, and then like the water eye emoji. 
and MJF quoted it, LOL, what a mark. <laughs> <laughs> so the kid was like, so am I involved in the storyline now? Like, I don't know, MJF's so fucking funny on, uh, <laughs> did you see this tweet yesterday? It's Tony Khan shared, like, the card for tomorrow. <laughs> it says, you and all the losers watching at home after I beat Cole in one minute. <laughs> I love the I love the I love the fucking scrum where uh I probably brought this up already, but when Adam Cole is I'm Adam Cole, when MJF is like uh he's like, Does Nick does Nick Khan wanna hire me? Sure. Does uh Vince McMahon wanna hire me? Sure, or does Triple H wanna hire me? Sure. And Tony's like He's so like yeah. he's making all these faces like oh. He's so fucking dramatic, bro. But let me ask you. Do you think they're actually interested in him? You I would be. Rep- I, I mean, I would be. Of it. I would be just because of the fact that if these people are your competition, which, of course, they don't think they're their competition, but, you know, quote, unquote, they're not. But if you could take one of the biggest stars away from the other company who's trying to compete with you, then, hey, shit, why not try to fucking see if the offer's out there? Why not bring another talent to your program? I mean, the guys looks like a million bucks can talk and can rest and can wrestle like he has it all. You know, you could put that guy on TV on your TV shows as your champion, blah blah blah. blah. So yeah, I I'd, I'd try. I try to grab him. Why not? Yeah, no, no, no. I definitely don't blame them if they try to get him. I just didn't know if what the plan was. Or if you think they actually will, just because of how wild MJF is. Yeah, that's that's. I think it would they would have to lay out a bunch of things with him at the offset. I mean, like, listen, you're just not gonna be able to listen. This is the deal. We're gonna give you, you know, five million, and you're not gonna be able to do this, this, and this. You can't go here. You can't go to these things. And you can't say this, this, and this. This is, bro, it is what it is. WWE is a publicly traded company. It's one of the biggest fucking companies in the world. They're super profitable. They have a standard. It's PG. Yeah. The show's PG. So, dude, there's a certain line that you can, like, tightrope walk, but there's certain things you cannot do. And I, why would he want to be, like, I mean, the money, obviously, would be the reason why. But... I just feel as a, and then even really, what's he going to do over there? Wrestle Seth, probably. Maybe he'll be involved with Cody. Then they'll have a few yeah, Cody for a while. Cody. Is he going to challenge Roman Reigns? You think MJF is going to beat Roman Reigns? It's not going to happen. They're not going to bring in some outside dude to beat fucking uh, MJF. There ain't, uh, to beat fucking Roman. There ain't you're, no you're missing, motherfucking you're way. Miss, you're missing the obvious feud. Him and the Miz. Oh yeah, of course he's got to start off with the Miz. Well, of no, course. I feel that one. That one I wouldn't be too mad at because they re- and MJF is called the knockoff Miz all the time. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of feel bad for Miz because he's kind of like now he's getting um he's getting like the Dolph Ziggler thing where he just goes out there and loses and loses again and loses again and it's just like and damn. he's having good matches this year too. Yeah, like even even this yesterday, he came out, tried to sneak up on Cody. Cody punched him in the face and just looked at him like, little bitch. 
Like he just looked at him like while well, he was on the floor. You got to think Miz is at the end of his tenure, though, right? Like he just, he's he got a few years 0- left, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, he started in 06, so it's almost twenty years, and he's been full time since. Yeah. Damn. Like him and Dolph I mean, Ziggler, are bro. If he same. makes it to twenty twenty six, that's twenty years of the Miz. On I TV, think, I think he'll go to that. I think he'll go to twenty wow. years and maybe call it twenty fucking years of the Miz. And he looks, bro. He don't look like he's slowed down or he's Never hobbled or any of that shit. He doesn't, you know. He can go out there and he can still go. Even last week, uh, he was pulling, like you said, he was pulling new moves out. <clears throat> he did a Hurricane Rana and shit, and everybody was freaking out. So yeah. He's still, he's got it. He can, he can do the thing. I will just have to see what he does. I don't know. And then, have they said much really? As uh, I don't remember last week. Have you, have we seen the direction of where they're kind of going to go with Tony Storm? Because obviously, All In's next. Like, yeah, we have Forbidden Door, but AEW is All In's next. Like, I wonder who's going to go after her for that. Ah. Uh... And then did you also see the reports that I guess there were conversations, obviously, of Mercedes Monet appearing at Forbidden Door and wow. wrestling before? And but the thing I didn't like, dude, is they were gonna have her face Soraya. And no, it's nothing. Yeah, it's no. nothing against Soraya, but when they probably had these conversations, Jamie Hader probably was not hurt yet. Yeah, and like, that's no offense, what I want to see. And my thing is why. Even throw a bit Britt Baker in there. Why are you going to run back a WWE match we saw on yeah. Raw and SmackDown? Like, you know what I mean? Fucking, uh, who was it that fucking, it was Sasha who injured Paige for the last time. She yeah, so I guess they would have went, they, they would have went that route. But no, I don't, I, I was like, I was like, oh man, Mercedes Monet at fucking, that would be the shit to have right for Bidden Door. And then I was like, ah, against Paige. No, not Paige. Excuse me. Soraya. And I was the like, thing nah, is, no thanks. And it's not shitting on either one because both, that's when WWE Women's Division was at a Tottis. So them fighting on Raw was like, whatever, right? It wasn't like a big deal. So that would have been my thing on it. It's like, yo, we've seen this match a lot at house shows, at Raws, at SmackDowns, like. Now you're gonna now granted there's always bigger stages and things like that, but hell no, I wanna see her especially Mercedes. She's been in WWE so long. I don't wanna see her at like her first big American whatever company show to be against a former WWE person. I wanna yeah. see it against the Jamie Hayter. I wanna see her Hader. against her Hikaru Shida or yeah. uh Fuck, you know, definitely Hater. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Hater or um Serena Deeb even, and I know Serena Deeb was in, you know, WWE, but I, I'm, I'm long past that with her. Yeah. Uh, I think they would have a tremendous fucking match together. Even the Riho, you know? But, yeah. nah, Soraya, I, I have no desire to see her wrestling like uh, Mercedes Monet or, or really anyone. I don't think this, I try to say this to not sound like an asshole, but she's in WWE, I was a big fan of her when she like first debuted on the main roster and like won the Divas title for like a year. But then even after that, she grew old on me. I really wasn't 
crazy excited. Like it's it was cool she showed up in AEW because we never thought she was gonna wrestle. Yeah. But then I was like, okay, like all right, you had your match with Britt, and it was eh. And then it's like, ha- I'm happy she's healthy enough to perform. Obviously, all that shit. But I don't know. She's never one who's done it for me personally. I just feel like they fucked up her debut because, and again, we sit here and we look at these things and, and it's like, how do you not, Tony, why did you not think of this idea? Like it, the shit, sometimes when you see shit like this, it writes itself. Especially so when I he th- thinks like a fan. Yeah. Like I thought when she came out that first night, I thought all she had to do was come out and say, <clears throat> you come out, get her entrance, go into the ring. Everybody's like, why the fuck are you here? All she had to do was be like, I am here. I was brought here by Tony Khan because this woman's division is out of fucking control. And I am head of women's whatever. You know, she could have said, I'm, you don't want to say GM or whatever, but you know, you don't want to have that vibe of the, the other company, but she could have been like, he's put me in charge of the women's division. I'm here to regulate this and make sure that we get this to the next level, blah, blah, blah. Nothing about in the ring, none of that shit, no physicality, you know, <coughs> just say, this is what I'm here for. And then have Brit and her constantly. I think we lost Lou here for a second. As he said, you know, down in South Beach area, they had their little problems. But I think what he was getting at is that like Soraya could have came in and when he gets on I'll have him continue. But um he literally could have just said whatever, you know, hey Soraya, I'm here. Oh you're back. Okay, cool. <coughs> you can continue. Yeah, I'm telling <laughs> you, it's it's bro, it's thundering and lightning right now outside of my house. It's insane. This storm came out of nowhere. But no, just I was done. I was just saying all she had to do was come out as like a enforcer type character for the women's division. You butt heads with Britt Baker. You have them attack her a couple times and then she could come out with that. Yo, I'm cleared. And then you have your match like her just coming out the way she did was mad weird. And then they turned her heel like out of nowhere. It was just fucking weird. I don't understand yeah, what, what, what's going yeah, on. With that. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of the three of them either in a group. I'll be honest. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I don't know. I mean, I kind of like the outcast thing now, but um, just the way it was set up was weird. You know, it's also weird is that uh, on my screen, you're frozen. <laughs> Am I? So you're frozen on my, which I'm, this has happened before, so I'm sure for the video, it's going to be fine. But oh. like your little window on the side is normal. Like you're moving, oh, and yeah, whatever. Said this but here yeah. it's frozen, and it's literally you look like you're doing like this. <laughs> like it looks like you're about to bitch slap somebody, and you got like a real, ew, <laughs> you got a real fucking like Italian face, and you're like you're gonna slap somebody. It's actually oh hilarious. But I'm excited though. Dynamite's got a uh, a pretty good card for tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, and I'm looking forward to Saturday too, bro. Like again, I said I'm not gonna be sitting here and trying to be here every Saturday, but definitely for episode one, I definitely want to watch this show. And you know that they're going to... Like, I knew Punk was going to headline the show. He is not going to... He's not going to do anything 
for the entire two hours, and then at the end he's gonna come out. So they're gonna like really milk so, that whole shit till the end of the show. So starting this week, starting yesterday, it's official. We are in the six day wrestling week. You have Raw on Monday, NXT on Tuesday, Dynamite on Wednesday, Ring of Honor and Impact on Thursday, Friday night SmackDown. And Rampage. Now collision. <laughs> Every yep, fucking day, bro. You get now, one day ask, off. One thing we didn't talk about when we started talking about collision. I guess we can end with this. When WWE is strictly on this plea Saturday thing. You think Tony's going to be trying to do some stacked ass collisions the night of WWE, please? Or do you think you um, kind of not necessarily take the L, but like, all right, man, I know not everyone's going to be watching my shit. Because here's the thing. Tony Khan r- loves the ratings. You can't really pull ratings for this. Yeah. <clears throat> it's um, it's definitely going to be interesting because the another thing with the collision show is that they're going to be getting preempted a lot. Like they're gonna be getting preempted a lot by hockey. They're gonna get preempted by basketball, baseball. Like that's why. Like again, I don't know what he looked at to think that he to pick Saturday, but there must have been something. There must have been something pointed out to him that he he's because I don't know. the first, it's going to start off real strong, and then I don't know, bro. I don't know how long this show lasts, I'm going to be honest. I really so we, don't. We, we don't talk ratings, but what's your prediction, and we'll be able to talk about it next week, for Saturday's ratings? I think, okay, so, so I think they'll do... They float, they float around 800,000, 900,000 for yeah. Dynamite. I honestly think Collision, I think they're going to do, I'm going to say somewhere between... 1.2 1.5 million. Like wow. I think that's it's high, but I think you know it's you got CM Punk on there, he's back. There's gonna be a lot of hype around it. I'm sure this week and next week there's gonna be a lot of commercials <laughs> for it. I think it'll hit a million, it'll probably be closer to a million two than it'll be a million five, but it's gonna be I feel like it's gonna be somewhere in that range. I'm gonna go one point one. Is the high okay? But now, what do you think they're gonna get regularly? Oh, regularly, that it's gonna suck. They're, it's not gonna be a million at all. Do you think it's gonna be? It might be on par. I think it might. Let's say, I would say, and this is gonna. This is funny because I would say maybe around seven hundred thousand, which is phenomenal for Saturday night at eight o'clock. Like yes. that's a that's a rating that the company is gonna be like, holy shit! All these people are tuning into this shit on Saturday. That's great. So yeah. it's a good number for a Saturday, but you know that people on Twitter, you know, they're gonna see that they're gonna be like, you didn't get a million, bro. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that's bad. That's what I was gonna say because that's what NXT floats around. It's gonna do way better than Rampage. Rampage is honestly on a good Rampage. day. Yeah. Rampage on a good day gets four hundred thousand, from what it seems like. <laughs> they wish. I know. Last week they had like two eighty. I don't yeah. know, man. I kind of hope TK puts the fucking let's call Rampage a day soon. <clears throat> now that you're gonna yeah. have a second show. Yeah, I guess they're gonna turn Rampage into the new. Um, you know, it's the new AW Dark and Dark Elevation. So 
So you think it's going to come off TV or be a YouTube um, thing? I think it's still going to be on Fridays, but it's going to be basically, you know, uh, like dark. You have squash matches. You have people you've never seen before. And maybe the main event, will, you'll, you'll have main events like Anna Jay versus Nyla Rose and shit like that. Like nothing against yeah. them, but you'll have shit like that be like your main event <coughs> or like, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, the fuck, what's his name? The freaking guy that he used to be Evan Bourne in WWE. Uh, oh, Matt, Matt Seidel. You'll have like Matt Seidel versus uh, Wardlow or some shit. Or not, maybe not even Wardlow, but you know, you know what I mean? Like, you'll have those type of lower mid card guys headlining your shows and shit. So, it's, I'm assuming with Collision, Wardlow is going to be exclusively on Collision. They should do that. Just because that's TNT, you know what I mean? Like, and yeah. it's in a Saturday night spot. Like, I could see before with Rampage because you know, like we're we're saying now. But if you're going all in on this show, your TNT championship probably just be on TNT. Yeah, I would. I would uh, definitely take this opportunity to make sure that Ward and Wardlow is a CM Punk guy, so he's definitely gonna be on the show. Um, but I would take this time to make sure that that dude's one of your focal points of that show. Because you cannot fumble this bag again. This whole board low thing was starting to catch fire on Twitter. And it's like, damn, bro. Look at how hot this guy was to like where he went. And then now he's back. And it's like, you're kind of heating him back up. But you got to have him in competitive matches, bro. These squash matches don't do shit for Wardlow. Nothing. We already know he can destroy people weaker than him. We already know that. Like, have yeah. him in competitive matches. That match that he had, that ladder match, was fucking awesome. Let's see more of that, you know? Yeah. Then one last question before we go. In a year from now, will Collision have its own champion? I Oof. say no. I don't think so. Mm. Nah, I think Tony's gonna keep one. Nah, yeah, I don't, I don't, I. That's one thing we said before when we were trying to figure out if this show is even real. Like, I don't want to see separate champions. Even... Yeah, like we, 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 we literally didn't yeah. know. Um, yeah, I don't want to see the AEW. Uh, you know what would they call it? The AEW World Champion, and then you got your heavyweight champion on it. Nah, nah. The Galaxy Champion yeah, or no. something. Champion of the Galaxy. No thanks. Don't need to see that. I don't think they need it either. Nope. Definitely don't need no. to see another belt. They have enough belts, dude. And they have other people's belts on their show. Like, it's enough. Yeah. It's more than enough. But I think that does it for us today. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I think we're done. Um, BSL, I'll, I'll do a quick plug then. So for me, as always, you can just follow my name on Twitter and Instagram. But as always, most importantly, follow us on social media. Follow us on Twitter at Wrestling B Trash, and where we uh, I tweet out all. I sometimes tweet along with the shows, but mostly out there tweeting our new episodes. Publish our YouTube videos there, the Apple Podcasts there, and the websites. All three usually get plugged there every week. So you can find our content there. You can also find our content on Instagram at Wrestling is Trash, where we'll be posting 
the funny photos, the good photos, spreading the tea of what's going on in the wrestling world. But most importantly, as we always say, we started the show off with a shout out uh, to a, a fan who commented, follow us on YouTube at Wrestling is Trash, where, you know, our videos are out every week. So make sure you like, share, subscribe, comment, love the whole nine yards. We love having you guys along for the ride. Keep it going. Um, future, um, as I said, I won't be around next week, but the week after that, I know we're gonna. it's going to be the end of June. And we've said this before, at the end of June, that means half of 2023 will already be over, which is crazy to think about. But we will be doing our half-year awards, such as male wrestler, female wrestler, match so far, all this other shit. So make sure you're tuning in for that in the future. And that's uh, all I got. I'm going to pass it over to Luke. Yes, sir. So it's actually funny you brought that up. I was looking at, because I thought maybe this episode would be a good time to do that. But literally the middle of the year is 186 days or 188 days (laughs) is July, I think July 2nd or July 4th. One of those two days. I forget. I looked it up. I think it's July 2nd, actually, which is. A Saturday, which is that's where money in the bank is, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So literally the middle of the uh year is there. And then Tuesday is July fourth. So I don't know if we're gonna be recording on July fourth, but that would literally be the middle of the year exactly. So um we'll definitely do a mid year program report, but again. You already know Lou from the BX, host of the Everything Podcast, co-host of Wrestling is Trash. You can find all my social media links on. The easiest way for you is actually the Everything Podcast on Instagram. If you go to Instagram, you type in the Everything Podcast right there on the link of that profile. Well, you hit follow first, and then when you see the link of that profile, you hit it, and everything will be there easy for you laid out. The web page the wrestling is trash the twitters the instagrams and all the things will be there for you to see and uh guys we thank you we thank you so much for joining us once again on another episode next week will be 150 um we'll see what happens next week we may have a guest we may not it may be solo lukoa uh we'll figure out what happens there but either way we will be here for you next tuesday again so as i like to say in every episode enjoy wrestling guys and thank you for joining us once again. Peace out. Peace and love. All the good things. Peace.